Shalom, shalom. Welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer of Faith, living life in the spirit. Praise the name of Yeshua as we get organized here to spend time being edified and built up in our faith. I hope you're doing great today from wherever you're watching. If you're just tuning in, just give us a shout out on the comment section on YouTube and Facebook and let us know that you are joining with us today. Um, we appreciate those who join us live and we also want to welcome those who are listening by podcast as well. The podcast goes out directly after the live broadcast. It takes about five or six minutes and it's released on podcast around the nations of the world. So email me, Kenny, at builddoseoffaith.com. Let me, let me know where you are watching from. If you're listening on podcast, if you're live, just post in the comments. We've got a few people with us right now. We've got Lola in Florida. Welcome. We've got uh, Russell in the UK. We've got Miguel in Indiana. Thanks for joining with us, guys. We appreciate you being with us. So hallelujah. We're going to press in. On the message tonight, we're talking about new life, His way. Hallelujah. We don't want to do it our way, but we want to work out our salvation in fear and trembling and see a mighty move of the Spirit. You know, yesterday we talked about the importance of um, expectations and hope and what a blessing it is to, uh, you know, to... Uh, understand when the Holy Spirit is saying, are you ready? I'm about to pour out. I'm about to give you insight by the Spirit. I'm about to open up doors that no man can shut. I will make a way where there seems to be no way. So are we in that place of eager expectation? Are we in that place of hope in Yahovah? Where is your hope found? Is your hope found in Yehovah? So I want to talk about new life his way because sometimes we get stuck in the wilderness coming out of Egypt. So we see all the signs and wonders and all the blessings of a mighty God that we witness of the coming out of Egypt. We see the pillar of cloud by day, fire by night. But that doesn't mean you've broken through into the promised land. That doesn't mean that you've entered into the fullness of the kingdom. You're just in the wilderness. It's a testing place. It's a it's a place where we get the world out of our lives. And, you know, for some people it can be 40 days in that process. Others it can be 40 years getting uh, the world system out of our lives. And I want to read a, f- a few scriptures today um, and just encourage you in the word. Um, what was that verse? Oh, God. Um, yeah. Oh, Jeremiah chapter 10. Oh, I'm there. <laughs> That's where I am right now. That's one of the verses I want to read because it talks about not learning the way of the heathen nations. Don't learn the way of the nations. You don't have to walk in their way. When I bring you into the promises, when I bring you into that great place, you don't have to compromise who you are. You can be everything the Father has called you to be. So we've got Cassandra with us as well. Welcome. Good to see you. All right, let's take a moment to pray. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, for the time in your word to be edified and built up in our faith. We ask for an outpouring of your Ruach HaKodesh at this time. Will you minister to us? Will you strengthen us? Father, I pray for people who are struggling in their faith walk, uh, for people who are uh, struggling to get the world system 
out of them. We ask, Father, that this will be a time of cleansing. This will be a time of breakthrough and just just a time of rejoicing and identifying. Are we walking in his ways? Are we doing <coughs> what is right in your presence? So, Father, we commit this time to you and we ask you to have your way amongst us in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Okay, Jeremiah chapter 10. That's where we're going to start reading from in verse 1. Hear what Yehovah says to you, O house of Israel. This is what Yehovah says. Do not learn the way of the nations or be terrified by signs in the sky, though the nations are terrified by them. Why? Because they're following different signs. They're looking for the signs in the heavens. There are different signs to what we see in the presence of Yehovah. And this is what it takes in the place of devotion. <coughs> Every day, come into that place of devotion. Why do we need our time of devotion? Because we have got to make sure that we are setting our way. We're setting our face like a flint. We're making a decision. Father, I'm going forward in your presence. I'm not going to learn the ways of the world, the schemes of the world, the systems of this world, but I want to do it your way. I ask for divine appointment and holy assignment that you will lead me and guide me, give me favor, give me authority in the steps that I take. We have that assurance that the Ruach HaKodesh, he will be our counselor. He will remind us of everything that Yeshua has said. And what else will he do? He will show us what is to come. I love being in the presence of Yehovah with the scriptures. I love the times like now, you know, sitting down in the word, reading the word together as we just go through some scriptures. I love these moments. Why? Because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to break forth from this word. You know, uh, every day we come and we teach. I'm not here on the basis of all this uh, study and, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't write a whole message on what I'm going to teach on today. I've been praying over the word, laboring over the word, and we switch the cameras on and we say, Father, have your way. <clears throat> you move by the power of of the Ruach HaKodesh within our life. So it says unto, Don't learn the way of the nations, nor be terrified by the signs of the sky, though the nations are terrified by them. Why? Because they have no hope in a mighty God. For the customs of the peoples are worthless. They cut a tree out of the forest, and a craftsman shapes it with his chisel. They adorn it with silver and gold and fasten it with a hammer and nails so that it will not totter. I like that word. It won't fall over. Like a scarecrow in a melon patch, their idols cannot speak. You know, talking about the Christmas tree. They must be carried because they cannot walk. Do not fear them. They can do no harm nor can they do any good. It's amazing what pagan Christianity will say to you when you make a decision. I'm walking in the Torah. I'm walking in the ways of Yehovah. I'm including you, Yehovah, in all my steps, in all my way. Well, the world, man, they're like, well, you know, you can do this. You can do Christian yoga. It's okay. We've got praise and worship on. 
Glory to Yahovah. No, I don't think so. You can't operate in the signs and in the worship of foreign gods and just play some nice holy music around it and think that everything is going to be okay. We don't need to learn the way of the heathens. We don't need trees brought into our house that we can um, put ornaments on, that we can put presents underneath them, this phallic symbol. That's what it is. It's a phallic symbol. And then you bow down and you receive the presents and all those different things that come from the tree. And many believers have a huge problem when you say, listen, you need to be delivered from paganism. You need to be delivered from the ways of the world and you've got to do it Yehovah's way. It's a new life. It's a new way. Well, you know, I know so many people and that's okay with them. But the question is not what's okay with other people. The question is what's okay with Yehovah? What's okay with the word of Elohim? What does the scriptures teach? Uh, You know, it it goes on to the next uh, part where it says, Do not fear them. They can do no harm, nor can they do any good. When Miguel was sharing, uh, you know, the other uh, week on the Zoom call about uh, the Catholic background of his family, you know, Catholicism wants to put that fear of those idols. You know, if you're not praying to Mary, doing the rosary, doing all these different things, and if you haven't got your little shrine up in your house for your idols and, you know, your cross with Yeshua hanging on the cross and all those, if you haven't got these things in place, if you're not uh, got your your saints uh, coins and uh, you know your Saint Christopher necklace, how are you going to survive? How are you going to make it? You need that protection. Have you got the scent for your car? Have you got your scent for your house, man? We've got scents for everything, and you know these are idols. These are things that we are not called to be afraid of. So I break the spirit of these idols in Yeshua's name over our homes over our lives we say thank you father you have delivered us from not just catholicism but protestantism you know what is a protestant it's a protestant catholic it's still catholic so if you're in non-denomination if you're you're tuning in you're from a church environment if you're from non-denomination or denominational church christian church let me tell you something you're a catholic And we are not called to be Catholics. We're called to be religious free. And if you do do Sunday uh, worship, if you do uh, Christmas, Easter, and all these different things, these all confirm that you are steeped in Catholicism. And we've got to be delivered from these things. See, I'm off on one already. You know, we don't have to be afraid of these things. Oh, what are we going to do with our time? You know, when you can't even walk down the street, it's all Christmas. (laughs) Last year, I took Haley to Dubai. Was it last year before the lockdown? I took Haley to Dubai. I thought, man, if there's one place you can get away from Christmas, go to Dubai. I walked into Dubai. I could not believe it. We had a few days there and it was Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. And I'm like, you know, they're all like, Merry Christmas, Happy Christmas. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? You're all dressed in your Muslim attire. And I'm like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, no, no, we don't believe in Christmas. We just want to welcome our tourists and make them feel at home here in Dubai. But that's not what we need. We want to get away from these things and get into environments where we don't have to put up with all of this stuff. Or we've just got to learn to grin and bear it, get through and teach the truth, minister the gospel, and encourage people to deny 
these pagan practices. Hallelujah. Verse uh, 6. No one is like you, O Yehovah. You are great. Your name is mighty in power. And what are we talking about today? New life, his way. You know, what is his name? It's mighty in power. Who should not revere you, O king of the nations? Not just the king of Israel. King of the nations. He is the Lord of lords. Yeshua is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Let me tell you, (coughs) when we see who Messiah is in that regard, we see an even greater picture of what the Father is on folding hallelujah praise the name of yeshua Uh, who should not revere you O king of the nations this is your due among the wise men of the nations and in all their kingdoms there is no one like you there's no comparison you can't compare anything to the magnitude and the the majesty of a mighty god majesty see him in his glory we recognize the glory there is no one like you there is no kingdom there is no king there is no one like you and how do you see yehovah in your life is that who he is to you or is he whitewashed watered down and just there for you at certain points of the day but is he the majesty, the, the, the one who is exalted, the one who is uh, glorified and worshipped on an ongoing basis within our days. I just encourage you to stand the stand in the presence of Yehovah. Verse, There's no one like you, verse 8. They are all senseless and foolish. They are taught by worthless wooden idols. Hammered silver is brought from tarnish. And gold from Upshavs has what the the craftsmen and goldsmith have made is then dressed in blue and purple, all made by skilled workers. Here's the key. But Yahovah is the true Elohim. He is the living God, the eternal king. When he is angry, the earth trembles. The nations cannot endure his wrath. Tell them this. These gods who did not make the heavens and the earth will perish from the earth from under the heavens. By Elohim uh, made the earth by his power. He founded the world by his wisdom and stretched out his heavens uh, by his understanding. When he thunders, the waters of the heavens roar. He makes clouds rise from the earth and uh, from from the ends of the earth. He sends lightning with the rain and brings out the wind from the storehouse. It certainly sounds like a summer in Florida with all of the thunderstorms that you get every day. You know, every time we visit there, that's one thing that uh, Haley and I used to love doing. And Hannah uh, would sit outside and. Uh, the screen-in porch every afternoon about 4 o'clock and just watch those thunderstorms coming in. Man, they were incredible. A huge amount of rain, you know, thunder and lightning. Awesome. But, you know, this is what it's talking about. We see the thunder. We see the judgment of God will come forth against the idols, those who deny the very presence of Yehovah. Anyway, we want to get to that place where we are not stuck 
in the systems of the world. You may be in the world, but hello, you're not of the world. Verse 14, everyone is senseless and without knowledge. Even goldsmith, uh, every goldsmith is shamed by his idols. His images are a fraud. They have no breath in them. They are worthless. They are objects of mockery. When their judgment comes, they will perish. He who is the portion of Jacob is not like these, for he is the maker of all things. Who is the portion? It's Messiah Yeshua. Hallelujah. We stand upon his promises, including Israel, the tribes of his inheritance. The Yehovah Almighty is his name. Gather up your belongings to leave the land, you who live under siege. <laughs> Gather up your belongings. <laughs> you know, just picture this. You're under siege. Why? You've got people that are just on top of you concerning all of these uh, uh, pagan worship, all of these demonic strongholds. Gather up. Don't worry. You don't have to live under siege. Why? What's going to happen? For this is what Yehovah says. At this time, I will hurl out those who live in this land. I will bring distress on them so that they may be captured. All right. It's time to gather up and it's time to send out the evil so that we clean the place up to see the glory of Yehovah. Also, we don't want to live in a place under siege. We want to live in the blessings of Yehovah and witness his glory manifest within our lives. That's what we want to see. Is that what you want to see? That's what I want to see in my life as well. In Psalm chapter 32, it says in verse 1, Blessed is he whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. This is what we're talking about. Coming out of Egypt, we see salvation. We go through the Red Sea, the mikvah, the importance of the mikvah. The times of change. How often do we mikvah? What does it mean to mikvah? It means we come to that place and we allow the running water to come over us, to cleanse us, to purify us, to make a declaration. Father, we don't just want to be physically clean, but we want to be spiritually clean before you in Yeshua's name. Blessed is he whose transgressions are forgiven. This is what puts a smile on your face, the very fact that you're forgiven. How can you be forgiven and not be happy? How can you be forgiven and not have a smile seared upon your face permanently? You know, we are no longer dead, but we are alive in Messiah. We've crossed over from death to life. We've got every reason to have a smile on our face. So what's discouraging you? What's pulling you down? Wipe that off your face and proclaim the victory of Messiah. I have had my transgressions forgiven. My sins are not just covered. They are taken away in Messiah. This is the time before Yeshua talked about the sins being covered. Hallelujah. Verse 2. Blessed is the man whose sins Yehovah does not count against them and in whose spirit is no deceit. When I keep silent, my bones waste away. Though my groaning, though, (laughs) though my groaning all day long, the day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was sapped as in the summer, as in the heat of summer, Selah. Think about that. 
Then I acknowledged my sin to you. I did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to Yahovah, and you and you forgive the guilt of my sin. Hallelujah. Therefore let everyone who is godly pray to you while they may while you may be found. Surely when the mighty waters rise, they will not reach him. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. Selah. Think about that. You'll protect me. You'll sound you'll surround me with songs of deliverance. That's testimony. That's testimony time. I don't know about you, but I'm telling you, I'm so excited about testimony time. I'm so excited about the breakthroughs of the Spirit, the maneuvering of the Spirit and what He does within our lives, how He sets us free, but also how He trains us that we're not sitting before idols that are made by human hands. We're not looking at dead idols that can't walk, that can't see, that can't talk. We sit before a living Elohim. Our God is alive, he is real, his word is powerful, and he speaks to us. And here's the key verse, verse 8. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you and watch over you. Hallelujah. We've got to get to that place where we recognize that this new life is meant to be his way. So, you know, Have you got Yeshua in your backpack or are you following in the ways of Yahovah? It's so easy in today's world, in Western Christianity especially, just to get into the flow of religion and just, you know, apply the biblical principles and that's okay. That's not okay. We need to be walking by faith and not by sight. We need to be walking in the spirit of Yahovah. We proclaim the victory in Yahovah. We stand upon his promises. What are his promises? They are yes and amen. We celebrate the victory of a mighty God because we know that, that the deliverer is with us. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 16. This is what Yahovah says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together, and they lay there never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Hallelujah. What's a wick? It's truth that's twisted. (laughs) Ha ha. The devil's a liar. He will make people believe a lie and live a lie. And even believers, he wants to get you to that place where, oh yeah, I'm in Messiah, I have new life, but do you have his way? Are we walking in his ways? Verse 18, forget the former thing, do not dwell on the past. Hallelujah, praise the name of Yeshua. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up, do you not perceive it? Oh, open our eyes, Father. Open our ears that we can see, that we can understand. Father, will you bring us to that place of expectation by the Spirit to see your provision, to see your breakthrough, to see your way forward? We proclaim this is the day of Yehovah. We proclaim this is a new day. Forget the former things. I'm not going to dwell on the past. I'm not going to try and live out my life in Yeshua with the old man. 
I've come through the Red Sea. The enemy tried to walk on my miracle and was destroyed. I'm mikvah. I've died to self. I've risen in Messiah. Hallelujah. So we stand upon the, the promises, forgetting those former things. I'm not going to dwell on the past. Some people, they're just sitting down, just thinking about the past because they have no present and they have no future. So they have to live in their past. And we've got to be delivered from that. Father, give us hope for the future. Give us a purpose. Give us a reason for living. And may our lives be built on your promises. With this promise, see, I'm doing a new thing. And now it springs up. Do you perceive it? What do I see in the Spirit right now? I see open doors by the Spirit. I see new job opportunities. I see the favor of Yahovah, divine appointments, holy assignments, Hallelujah. I see the glory of Yahovah. He will lead you. What did he say? I'm making a way. Where? In the desert and streams in the wasteland. There is provision where Father sends us. And we don't have to be concerned about even being in the desert. It's okay. My God is with me. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and the owls, because I provide water in the desert and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen. The people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. Again, how are we going to proclaim the praise of a mighty God? Because of the great things he has done. Oh, I'm excited. I'm telling you, I'm... <laughs> I'm excited at what's going on. See, I'm doing a new thing. I'm praying that over our ministry, over our life, and we are pressing in in Yeshua. And we we are looking right now at doing a Livingstone Torah outreach uh, towards the end of this summer, end of August. Uh, So watch this space. It's probably going to be in Dallas, Texas. That's where I think we're going to do it. I will inform you as time goes on. But if you're interested in that, you want to be part of a Livingstone Torah outreach where we spend either a long weekend or a week in outreach. It'll probably be from Thursday uh, through to Sunday. Uh, But uh, anyway, we're going to make preparation to do that this year. And we're excited about that. Can't wait to see what the Father is going to reveal and unfold Anyway, if you're interested in a Livingstone Torah outreach and you want to get on the streets and preach the gospel and minister in the parks and you just have a call and you know that you just want to do something different for Yahovah, then come and join us and let us know. And I'll inform you in the details and we'll put the whole package together of what needs to take place for it all to come together. Hallelujah. I hope you're blessed and encouraged with the message. I hope that this message that we have shared today is an encouragement. It's a new life and it's his way. See, I'm doing a new thing. And it's springing up. Do you perceive it? Can you see it? Can you see what the Father is doing within your life? Are you ready for the new? Are you ready for the transformation in the Ruach HaKodesh? Hallelujah. I can't wait to see what the Father is going to do in this time. If Elohim be for us, who can be against us? We worship you, Father. We proclaim your promise. His promises are yes and amen. And we are standing on his promise. So email me, Kenny at bulldozeoffaith.com. Share testimony with me. Tell me what the Holy Spirit is saying to you at this time. Love to hear your testimonies and your encouragement. Also, your prayer requests, you can send it on Messenger. Or you can send it by email as well. 
we stand in prayer for those uh, who uh, connect with us. We've been praying for Russell today, looking forward for the good report and the dental work that he is having done as well. So we stand with you on that today, Russell. And um, if you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry, you want to sow into the ministry, this is an important time. We've got huge changes coming up for the ministry. And these are huge changes for the benefit, for the glory of Yahovah. The shifting that's taking place in the spirit is going to be incredible of what will take place over these couple of months. So get ready to see what the spirit is going to do. Sow into the work of the ministry. You can do that com forward slash give. We appreciate everyone that stands with us. Take a moment to put the thumbs up on this message if you're blessed and encouraged with this message. And I encourage you, share this message with others. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom.